Love Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up, say, say it like this. Take the limit, Media. 
You can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, that's right. Follow us on IG. You can do that as well. You can follow us on Instagram at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can follow us on Instagram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. And the live streams are up and running. Yep, we are live everywhere. The live streams are up and running. You can find us right now live on Facebook, Facebook, again, facebook.com. We're live on all of our uh, Facebook page outlets, meaning you can find us on my personal page, the TTLO page, the Elder King, my ministry page. Uh, we're live on Ebenezer's page right now. Uh, we're also live on uh, YouTube. We're live on YouTube. We're live on the YouTube right now. You can find us on the Taking the Limits Off Radio YouTube page. We are live there as well. Go ahead and drop us some comments. Drop us a line let, letting us know that you are watching or listening uh, and where you're watching or listening from. Uh, wherever you're, if you're watching us, if you're not, if you're in the Chicagoland area, or if you're outside, doesn't matter where, what country does not matter. Let us know where you are watching and listening from. Uh, but we're live on YouTube as well. We're also live on the gram. Yeah. In two minutes. Okay, in a few seconds, we'll be live on the gram in a few moments. You can catch us live on Instagram as well. Don't forget too, we are an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Uh, you can find us YouTube or Facebook okay, one of um, but we're live there as well you can find us on the iHeartRadio app just do a simple search for the TTLO media group and you'll find the uh, Taking the Limits Off radio show but not only will you find our show you'll also find every Thursday every Thursday, every Thursday, every Thursday Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas you'll find her show every Thursday at 5.30 uh, Real Talk Real issues, real solutions uh, with the good Dr. Kimberly Thomas. She has some funny shows for November. Uh, it, was good, it was good to go light for a little while, but she has some great shows in November. But you can always find her show live every Thursday at 5.30 uh, p.m. And then don't forget about my brother Harold is back. The Kitchen Chronicles are back every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can catch the Kitchen Chronicles with Pastor Harold D. Washington uh, every uh, Tuesday. Uh, right around 7.15, 7.30. But don't forget, we start our uh, weeks off on Sunday. We start the week praising and worshiping. That's right. We start the week praising and worshiping, which means you can follow along uh, on Sundays at 11 o'clock. You can catch the live stream, the live stream from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the live stream from the birthplace of gospel music you can catch because i'm like wait a minute she ain't did none of that stuff that's because she's I, trying to do the other mm-hmm, thing i know yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> show first <laughs> show first uh anyway no uh you can catch the live stream from uh facebook you can catch the live stream live live the live broadcast the live simulcast uh, right here on the ttlo media group from Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. So you can catch Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family every Sunday morning right here at 11 o'clock on your TTLO Media Group 
Net on your TTLO Media Group station. Uh, don't forget, too, then you can follow my brother at the Faith Works and Vision Church. You can find him at the Faith Works and Vision Church every Sunday. Their service starts somewhere around uh, somewhere around 1215, 1230, 1230, 1245, I'm sorry, around 1230, 1245 uh, over on the west side of Chicago. There's always a praise party with the Faith Works and Vision Church, uh, and it's always a good time with the guys over on the wild, wild west side. Amen, amen, amen. And also you can always find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download the podcast, you can find us there. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, y'all. So let me let's let's jump right on into it. Let's just jump right on into it. Uh I know some of you all are been paying attention to the um the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh I'm glad that the news media changed the title from the Kyle Rittenhouse from the protesting uh the trial of the protesters to the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial homicide trial. Uh, But he was found not guilty today. I know some of y'all feel some kind of way, but he was found not guilty today. Um, And uh, just so y'all know too, fits right in with what I said, what I told uh, Dr. Gilliam. It says in here, Kenosha protests don't materialize after Rittenhouse verdict. There's no protest. There will be no protest. Uh, Some of y'all are mad about the verdict, and I'm trying to understand why. Uh, Because if you watched the trial, if you read about the evidence that was put on by this prosecutor, let me say this, and I'm going to say this in the way that I say it, um, and please forgive me before I say what I say, uh, so I'm asking for forgiveness early. Um, uh, But it was a piss-poor prosecution. Horrible, horrible. Uh, the prosecutor, you know, and, and, and some might say he did put he put forth a bad prosecution because he knew he was going to lose, or, you know, or to make sure he lost. I don't know. But the prosecution was horrible, horrible. And, um, yeah, and then your own witnesses, your own witnesses were better witnesses for the defense than they were for the prosecution. So, you know, and, and again, um, you know, there was a lot of stories that we were told about Kyle Rittenhouse that were not true. A lot of stuff that was going across social media that was not true. And we were, and so our thoughts and processes, um, uh, our thoughts about some things were made based off of, uh, based off of uh, what we saw and read on social media and not off of facts, not off real facts uh so let i mean let's let's i'm i'm just gonna you know because we 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 get caught up in stuff and and i know that but here is here is let but if we deal with the facts if we deal with the facts of the case just the facts of the case if we deal with just the facts of the case you'd recognize that y'all mad based off of some a lot a lot of what we were told about the call wouldn't how about what we were told uh was not true Right. One of the things that we found out was not true was what what we thought was true was we thought that his mama drove him from Chicago, from Illinois with a gun in, in the car and dropped him off in Wisconsin. That's what we thought. And I'm going to tell you, honestly, I thought that, too. 
because that's what I I didn't I, I didn't take the time to research it. I didn't take take the time to find out what was what. I just said, oh wow, his mama dropped him off. Instantly, you could tell we all thought that because Latanya, think about the question that you asked me, that you asked me the other day. How come his mama ain't being charged? I mean, you know, about, a, about two weeks ago, yeah. Well, it's the other day for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but again, it is, that's the question people were asking. How come his mama ain't being charged? If she drove him with the gun, how come she ain't being charged? Well, that wasn't the case. He didn't have the gun with his mama. He got the gun when he got to Wisconsin. So we found that to be true. So he wasn't transporting a gun across state lines. Then we found out that the judge threw the gun case, the, the gun charge out. And we going, man, they just throwing the gun charge out. Well, we found out that the gun that he was carrying legally in Wisconsin did not break a Wisconsin law. The gun barrel size, the rifle size of the AR-15 was within the legal limit. Had he had a shorter barrel on the rifle, he would have been breaking the law. But because he did not have a shorter barrel, it was standard size, not modified, none of those things. He was not breaking the law since. So hence, you can't charge him for a crime when he was not breaking the law. So you got to throw that part out now. Okay, so we throw that part out. Let's keep going. So we throw that part out. Now you start listening to the, 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 the witnesses that were on trial. You cannot convict him because he decided to walk in the middle of a protest with a rifle. He was not breaking the law. I know I'm going to have some folks mad at me because this, this don't fit the... This don't fit the uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Auntie. <laughs> uh, uh, Lisa didn't say I look like Moses coming down from the mountain. Who said? What she say? My auntie said I like the gray in the beard, Reverend Doctor Nephew. Thank you. Thank she, you. She sounded like one of the kids at the school because thank you. One of the kids at the school says to me, she calls me. Uh, you know what does the teacher call you? Uh, Mister Doctor Game. Oh, oh, what teacher? Miss Omnivore. Oh no, Miss Omnivore don't even get my name right. She called me Doctor Knight. <laughs> and then she called me Dr. Black. <laughs> and I answered to all of them. Long as you call me late for dinner. I was good I'm with doing. it. She's like, Dr. Knight, can I see you for a minute? Yeah. And then somebody finally said, his name is Dr. King. <laughs> she was calling me Dr. Knight. And I was answering because, you know, I like the whole night. Right. She, you know, she don't know. She don't know. You know, Dr. Black, that didn't bother me either. I right. take that too, you know. Um so yeah, I I'm not mad about this written out this written house case, but you know so then, right? I'm like I know somebody out there walking because I just <laughs> so then I saw the whole thing where where um, the this 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 case of uh, this case where the the you know the guy was chasing him with the skateboard, so there was a guy chasing him with the skateboard. And I'm sitting here listening. Okay, somebody with a key. That's uh, that's all I want to be concerned about. So I'm sitting here listening, watching, and I'm like, you chasing, you chasing a person with a gun, with a skateboard. You're chasing him with a skateboard. He's running from you. You hit him in the back of the head with the skateboard, knocking him to the ground with the gun. Let me say this real quick for anybody that's listening. 
now I, I you know all, all y'all that know me I am a, a, a I have been and an, a licensed gun owner for years I know some of y'all just all all of y'all just jumped on the concealed carry bandwagon whoop de do for y'all I've been concealed carry I was grandfathered in so y'all <laughs> right y'all y'all all y'all new concealed carry people all y'all yippy yippy skippy good for y'all okay let me tell you this right now. If I'm walking in a protest, I don't care what it is, and I have my concealed weapon with me, and you run up behind me with a weapon, a skateboard, whatever you want to have, scooter, I don't care what you want to call it, and you hit me in the back of my head, knocking me to my feet, we're not finna fight because I'm 51. I'm too old to fight. We're not finna fight, but I'm going to pull my gun. And then that's your, that's your opportunity, sir or ma'am, to turn your butt around, get on your skateboard, and ride the other direction. But what did this gentleman do? He decided to swing again with the skateboard. He got shot. I got shot. He got shot. What y'all want him to do? I don't hear nobody. What y'all want him to do? He got shot. Because you was hitting somebody with a dang on skateboard. Now, I don't know what the other dude did. I, I, don't, I didn't see the video of the other guy and what he was doing. But that video was clearly self-defense. Now, some of y'all are going to say he could have shot him in the leg. He could have shot him in this. He could have did that. Miss me with that. Let me, let me, you know what you know I'm going to say? Miss me with could have shot him in the leg. Tanya, I know you haven't been to the gun range. But here's the situation at the gun range. I, know, I mean, I see, I've seen the picture. You know you, what it looked like. You told me. It's you a torso. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a torso. Yeah. So, From pra- the, so, so practice ain't about the leg. It ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't nowhere on the, in the gun range are they telling you to aim for the kneecap. I know what you see in the movies. <laughs> Go ahead and show me in my pinky toe. <laughs> right. We, we are taught to aim center mass. Center mass. Now, if we hit you in the shoulder, it probably wasn't intentional. <laughs> if I shoot you in the shoulder, trust me, I, that means I missed and I need to go to the range quickly. Because I'm all about cinemas, tight grouping. <laughs> Come through if you know what I mean. Cinemas. <laughs> Let me put up the disclaimer. Tight grouping. What? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to help the people. Just trying to help the people. I don't want nobody to think nothing. That, you know. So, so uh, you you cannot. You can't do that. So I'm not. So when the verdict came out, I was actually on the phone with you. When the verdict came out, I was not surprised, nor was I disappointed, discouraged, or dismayed. Like those all them words. <laughs> None of it. You used all the slavery words. None. <laughs> discouraged, disappointed, dismayed. Yes. Dismayed. Yes. I yes. was not. Nor was I discombobulated. None of them. They don't understand that one. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, you talking about the slaves, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had no feeling, I had no negative feeling about this case. Because if he got off, he got off. If he got convicted, he got convicted. I felt no kind of way about it. And for people to be worried about rioting, this is Wisconsin, y'all. Wisconsin, a Republican state. Ain't finna be no riots. And no all night stuff in Wisconsin. They ain't finna do it. 
The dude already put the National Guard been out for about three days already. They already was he already recalled five hundred National Guard. So nothing was going to happen in Wisconsin. And just to verify, what does the news article say that I'm looking at right now? It says, updated nine minutes ago, Kenosha protest does not materialize after Rittenhouse verdict. Why? Ain't nothing to protest. Ain't nothing to protest. Nothing. Nothing to protest. Then it says, protest of Kyrie Rittenhouse verdict don't materialize, and two were planned in Chicago. For what? For what? So here, let me let me read some of these comments. It says, now now the original protest was about the Jacob Blake shooting. It was about the shooting of Jacob Blake, right? That was what the original protest was about when these other people were killed. This is what uh, 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 Bishop Travis Grant from Rainbow Push says: It's a miscarriage of justice. How? How? How is it a miscarriage of justice? If you watch the trial, how is it not guilty on all counts? So I don't, I don't, I, 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 you know, now, because now maybe the, the parents of the victims might feel that way and they have every right to feel that way. Because they're feeling like nobody is going to pay for their children, their brother, their sister, their uncle dying on the street, being shot by this young man. Again, it happened. Black folk, y'all stay in the house. This ain't got, look, this ain't got nothing to do with us. This ain't got nothing to do with us. Stay in the house, y'all. This ain't got nothing to do with us. Excuse my language. White people problem. They ain't got nothing to do with us. What? I'm sorry, I said what I said. They ain't got nothing to do with us. We, we, we used to having bad verdicts. This ain't our fight. We got plenty of fights, and we'll have more to come. This ain't our problem. Y'all let it go. We got one to watch right now. Huh? We got one cooking right now. Right. Uh, she says, please have them break it down that the young man was defending himself. But 17, why you, why you got a gun, though? Why are you protecting the game? Right. It ain't your job. Now, now, again, no, it was no it was no part of his job to go to Wisconsin and call yourself being the, 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 the top flight security of the world. Craig. That's not your job. Now, we as black folk, I guess, you know, here's the thing, though. And I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to give everybody an even perspective. When people believe that there is a miscarriage of justice, we get on buses and cars and trains, and we go to the area, and we protest. When, watch this, when those white supremacists threatened the black lady in Michigan, brothers from all over, showed up in Michigan with their guns to protect her. They said, you ain't going to get her. You ain't, you, you're not gonna, you, you won't be coming for her. And they, they showed up with their guns from all over to Michigan with their guns. Somebody might say, 
You don't live in Michigan. Why are you going to Michigan? Why you let Michigan handle Michigan? Why are you going to Michigan? When something happens to somebody black in another state and we pack up buses and stuff and we go, somebody might say, why you got to go from Chicago to over there? Don't Chicago got nothing? Who, 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 who's telling you why you coming over here to, to march with us? So in that young man's thought process, he's saying, hey, I want to go and protect the stores that are being looted and burned down. I want to go protect the stores. You got to think about it. You might say, why was he there? But at the same point, that's what white folks say when our folks come from out of town to go try to do stuff in other areas. Why y'all coming from this state? Why y'all coming from this state? We have to open up our... I had a question. Yes. Help me. Help, help me you. To, help me to understand you. Don't help me. Help the bad. Go ahead. Um, do you think anything should have happened? Because you sounding real Republican. That's right. Wow. I know, right? Right. I'm going to need you to backtrack. I'm, I'm not going to backtrack. Let me say this. Or something. Say something. Because all you just said he was... He was found not guilty it, on three counts. Is, you know, because our color, our color skin wasn't in it, we should play... Here's the deal. It, our name is Benny. He was in found it. not guilty on three counts because they said what it was... Charges th- should, what charges should come to him? None. What if any? If None. You could have seen... Oh, so really? Okay. Here's the difference. Because this is what I mentioned when I mentioned uh, uh, Pastor Reggie Royal putting up his post uh, earlier today. So Pastor Reggie Royal, I'm a, a matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna pull this up so you can so I, so you can see it and share it. Give me one second. Pull this up so you can see it and share it. Okay. Uh, boom. Make sure I'm on the right connections over here. Make sure I got the capital connections. I got the capital connections. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> y'all don't know what the, y'all know. It's, you got to be a movie buff to know what that one was. I got because I got the connections. I got the capital connections. That's from life. Oh man, you remember that part? I remember that part. And he was talking about uh, Spanky. Yeah, uh-huh. he said Spanky got the connections. He got the capital connections. Man, he gonna get us what we need. Oh shoot. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for this to connect my Wi-Fi so you can get on. Uh. So yeah, but they they so so I I, I want to show this 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 picture as soon as my computer connects to the studio Wi-Fi. Why is it not connected? Yeah, it's not because I'm having a problem as well. Oh, having a problem with what? Uh, oh, on the PC side. Oh, you, you okay. Good, you're good over here. Like, what you talking That's about? That's all that Willis? matter. What you That's talking about, Willis? Um, all that matter. Yeah, because I'm not connecting. Uh, so anyway, uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll give the description while we're waiting for this to make an attempt to connect. So uh, it talks about Kyle Rittenhouse being 17 years old. And then the next picture talks about Trayvon Martin being 17 years old. Carries an assault rifle, carries a bag of Skittles. Yeah, okay. Kills and injures three people, walks in a hoodie. Okay. Not guilty vigilante, killed by not guilty vigilante. Now, the difference is... Um, George, what's my man's name that killed Trayvon? George something. I was going to say Lopez, but that ain't it. Uh, but the guy George that killed Trayvon, he was a, a, a fake wannabe neighborhood watch 
whatever, whatever, following somebody that didn't need to be followed or whatever that he came up on that he shouldn't have been following in the first place. get charged with, like, you know, uh, like you couldn't, it wasn't even like a citizen's arrest. Right. It was, some, it was something else. That he, they get, he got away on the stand your ground law in Florida. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Because they tried to, because they made it, they portrayed Trayvon Martin as being the aggressor. Trayvon was the aggressor. And because Trayvon was the aggressor, uh, that's where, that's why. I'm seeing at just Zimmerman. Huh? George Zimmerman. Thank you. George Zimmerman. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they said that Trayvon was the aggressor. And so Trayvon initiated it and George Zimmerman was defending himself. You cannot compare the two because Kyle Rittenhouse was not the aggressor. He was walking around with a legal gun, open carry in a state that's open carry, marching in a protest against other people that were protesting. And somebody tried to attack him while he was carrying his gun. First of all, you stupid for running up on somebody with a rifle. And then the other guy who had a gun pulled his gun and then said on the stand that Kyle didn't raise his rifle at me until I raised my gun at him. You pull your gun out and I got mine. Now, if yours is pointing to the ground, first of all, no, let me not lie. You pull a gun out, you best shoot me because I'm, I'm shooting, I'm pulling my trigger. Because, hey, at that point, I'm scared for my life. That's the way I see it. Uh, my computer is not letting me connect. Yeah, my, I'm not able to connect to the TTLO. Oh, very, I can't connect to nothing. Okay. So. Can you mute yourself for two seconds? Yeah, go ahead. I'm muted too. Yeah. So, um uh yeah, we 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 I, I it's 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 it is it is amazing to me that we're trying to What's that? Oh, it is. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 amazing to me that that's where that that's where we are uh and 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 that people would be this angry. Uh I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I guess it ain't, it maybe it ain't for me to get. Uh, and that's okay too. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think we're, 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 sometimes the media can send you off. She said, yeah, but was the legal going to be carrying? He's only 17 years old. Yes. Uh, in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, um, the, the age, I believe is 16. I believe, let's see. Uh, Yeah, it says, it says, here we go, here we go. Let me, let me, let me give you what it says. It says, this is why the, the gun car dropped. It says, uh, boom, 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 let me get past this. Uh, written out 17, when he admittedly shot three people, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, under Wisconsin law, it says anyone under 18 who possesses a dangerous weapon is guilty of a misdemeanor unless they fall under an exception, such as hunting, military service, or target practice. It says for months, Rittenhouse attorneys have pointed to, out, pointed to one of those exceptions. One that is confusingly worded, that they argued that, uh, that they argued allow 16 and 17 year olds to carry rifles and shotguns as long as they are not unlawfully short barreled. That's the law. 
You can be 16 to 17, and you can carry a rifle or a shotgun as long as they are not unlawfully short-barreled. So you can't get them on the gun charge. I'm reading you Wisconsin state law. It's a weird law, but that's Wisconsin. In Illinois, he going to jail for having that. In Wisconsin, you go free. I, I didn't write the law. So again, that's where you go. Um, uh, he, didn't, he, didn't, he, he, didn't break, he didn't break a gun law in Wisconsin. He didn't break a gun law in Wisconsin. All right. So, uh, you know, let's not get our undies in a bunch uh, about this, 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 written house, this written house thing because there ain't nothing we can do. About, oh, I'm finally connected now. Ain't that something? Uh, uh, so, yeah, let's, let's not get our, our, ourselves all bunched up. But I do want y'all to see this, this Facebook, uh, this post. You should be able to get it now. Oh, no? No. Okay. You, you see the option for it? No, sir. Oh, wait. It just, SwitcherCast just activated. There we go. There it is. Yep. So this is the post that's up right now that's floating around Facebook. Is this, is this apples and oranges? Y'all tell me. Is this apples and oranges? Is this, is this a fair comparison? What y'all think? Those of you watching, I described it already, but now y'all, for those of you watching, you can see it for yourself. Is this a fair comparison? I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand the, I don't, I don't, I really don't get the comparison. What do you think? I, um, I didn't get the comparison. I, I mean, I thought that was a reach. The one, the one I thought he should have, if he was going to do something mm-hmm. and everything else like that, if he was going to, I think, you know, the, the, he would have been an arm's length, <laughs> is the little boy who got shot by the police officer um, playing on the playground. That was you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I thought oh. he should have reached for that one before he reached for Oh, you talking about the Ohio, the one where the little boy had to play gun? Yes. I forget yes. his name, but yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, now, if you, now, if you want to reach mm-hmm. and be within arm's length, mm-hmm. that's where I would have reached at. Okay. I wouldn't have reached for this one. Okay. Like, like you know, we look. We, I mean, I'm sorry to make it. You know, I'm sorry to make light of it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like all the 52 shootings, like a car deck, it was you could have pulled out the the better Joker, right, and everything. It's right. Not a joke, but I'm just right. saying I'm take this down. the uh-huh. better, mm-hmm. the better uh, scenario. Yeah, I just think. Uh, I just think that we have a a a, a situation where uh, we got to do a better job. First of all, this is not our, and that's why I said it's not our fight, uh, because under the under the law as as it is written, there is nothing you can he can go to jail for. Unfortunately, self defense is is just what it is. I, I get what you're saying. Like if they not mad about it, then we not mad about it. <laughs> Like it sounded like they said, "What was that?" Your, you know, your your other pastor saying, "Like you know, I, he ain't got no dog in the." Ain't no dog. I ain't got no dog in that fight. Right now, here's now 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 watch this. Make one of the three shooting victims black. Now y'all gonna look at me funny because y'all really finna be mad at me. 
But no, I mean, I told you about the co-worker. I'm not mad. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I, I'm I saying like, you make one of the shooting victims black. I told you about the co-worker. And this verdict come out the same way. You got an uproar. Here's my problem. If it was a black boy running up behind this white boy with a skateboard trying to hit him in the back of the head and knock him off his feet, and then you see him on his butt and you continue to swing said skateboard, at his head, if that was a black person with the skateboard, I'm sorry, y'all finna be mad at me, but um, I'm still pulling the trigger. Now y'all gonna say, okay, because now, then, because, y'all, let me show you how the media twisted this. What made Kyle Rittenhouse a racist? He ain't shoot nobody black. He ain't shoot no minority. He, why, why was he called a racist? Why was he called a racist? Because that's normally the go-to when you shoot somebody. When a white person shoots somebody black, you know, racist. I know I'm sounding real Republican. Yeah, right now. I'm like I'm gonna go get me some chips. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, I, I ain't lying though. Just like, but I'm not lying. Like I, th- I think in church and politics right now, I think we should just separate. <laughs> but y'all, y'all separate. In the yeah. great words of your other but, pastor. But, but I'm not lying though. I know people probably feel some way about the way I'm talking, but am I? Did I? Did I? Am I telling any fibs? Um, <laughs> any untruths? Or do I feel hard? Or is it, it coming it's out? It's okay for all of us to. Is it coming out harsh? To agree or disagree with? Yeah, you. y'all can. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. But if if but you do know, if any one of those guys would have been black, we'd be talking about riots right now. Oh yeah, what's definitely. But it's the same case with bad evidence, bad presentation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going I'm to I'm drop it. Yeah, yeah, move around. She like move around. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said, let it go. I think I better let it go. What you say now, huh? Okay. Don't throw nothing, but y'all can send some change if y'all feel some Like another little T.K.O. All right. Whoa. <laughs> with, with the beard. Really? With the, with the beard. Teddy never got to the gray beard portion. He didn't live long he, enough. He, he was trying to get to He never made it to the gray beard portion. Uh, uh, I am, I am. Oh, that was something else. Oh, wait, because I got an alert on my phone, and now I don't see it. I'm trying to find it directly on the ABC7 uh, website because... Let me pull this up. Where's the article at on the main page? Because this says 12 CPS employees uh, arrested for CPS removes 12 Marine leadership. That's crazy how loud that came through my. Oh, wait, that's coming through the Bluetooth. That's why on the phone on the because my phone is attached to the thing. Now it makes sense. Uh, CPS removes 12 Marine Leadership Academy staff members, volunteers, uh, members and volunteer after sex misconduct investigation. 
This was today. Chicago Public Schools said Friday it has removed 12 employees and a volunteer from Marine Leadership Academy who have been accused in a sexual misconduct investigation. The investigation alleged that several of the accused had inappropriate relationships with students while others are accused of covering it up. Twelve staff members, including teachers and one volunteer, are accused of committing or covering up sexual misconduct dating back to 2016. CPS now says that all the staffers have been removed from the school and 10 of those adults have been fired or are in the process of being dismissed. Uh, CPS CEO Martinez announced the findings of an investigation revealing that he called a distrust that occurred at the Marine Leadership Academy, uh, blah, 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 blah. The investigation came from an anonymous call made in 2019 about an inappropriate sexual misconduct between staff members and students. At least two teachers are alleged to have had relationships with two students. Other staff members are accused of knowing and not reporting the behavior. There are also reports of sexual harassment between teachers and students. Um, yeah. Yeah, one groomed a student and began a sexual relationship with a student immediately after the student graduated. One sexually harassed and retaliated against the student. Uh, one groomed a student and crossed the boundaries with others. Six failed to report and, and, and actively hid suspected violations. Why, why you look like that? I mean, because... <laughs> Because you had a look on your face, Jesus. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, protect the children. I'm going to say that. Yes. I'm going to ask again. I'm not going to say, you know, you know, people can either figure out what school I used to go to, what high school I used to go to. But we had that same. At issue. your high school? Yeah. At St. Mary's? But thank you. I yes. said it out loud. They cost too dang on much. I'm going to tell it. We had the we had that same with a student and a teacher. Yes, it was the art teacher. Male male teacher or female art, art female teacher with a male and, student with a male student. Oh, everyone knew. You know, I always I have to I have to let that one sink in before I get mad first. But okay, everyone everyone knew. Wow, down to the same male, huh? To the providence. Yeah, I, 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 maybe I should be amazed at myself at how desensitized I am and everything yeah, because I yeah, think yeah. I think if it was if it was my kid I'll probably Oh, know, it'd be a whole fight. Yeah, it, you know, we'll be you know, cussing and tussing Fighting. and you know and everything Shoot. else. And so yeah. That's that's a shame. Yeah. And I I'll say that much. Yeah, I, it's it is it's, it's it's sad that this but this again this is the state that we live in. Uh uh Pastor says lock him up. This, <laughs> this is the state that we live in where you gotta be. You gotta be so very careful. I I know. Uh, you know for a fact that we have. Um, you know there are. I think I thought about. Uh, Tarina's play, the, the Tamar story, and how the the pause when the when the when the father found out how first he was like you're lying. Tell me who you really protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how sometimes how uh, it takes a. You know, you have those parents that go, how did I miss it? How did I miss it? How did I miss it? Whether it be from the the the, the, the victimizer or the victim. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I remember, and you remember this conversation, and you'll remember this. Uh, and he's no longer with us now. But you remember, and he was a good guy, so I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm just saying how I questioned you when you told me about something. So you remember at the old church, um, I asked you where Taylor was, and you said, oh, she's talking to Marcus, right? She would be out front talking to Marcus. Mm-hmm. And 
and I was and and so for me, I was like, well, what the hell they got to talk about? <laughs> you know, even though that I knew my new markets and I knew how you know, but again, I, but then again, you really don't know people because I only know markets from the church. I didn't know markets outside of the church. I didn't know markets Monday through Saturday. I knew markets on the days we did the show, and he was cleaning up. But I didn't know nothing about. I knew Mark, you know, whatever. I know Marcus had some, some, you know, uh, he, he he liked beverages, you know, whatever. He drank his beverages, you know, whatever it is. But I remember asking you, I'm like, well, what they got to talk about? Because you know, because it just seemed weird. In first thought for me, and I think that's just as a guy mm-hmm. thinking about said situation. Even though nothing, absolutely nothing, was nothing, but it was just. It's situations like that where, because we do become real lackadaisical with certain people in certain situations, that stuff happens. But also, yeah, I'm not blaming. I'm not placing blame on anybody's child. Yes, I'm going to tell a true story. Okay. So yeah, you you know as as you calmly put it, <laughs> mm-hmm. what I went to, mm-hmm. it was. It was the art teacher and the the male student and everything else like that. You gonna turn your camera on while you're talking or you not? And <laughs> you know, I'm doing a lot right now. I know. Well, okay. Go ahead. And it was the art teacher and the you know, art teacher and the male the male student yes. uh, that were having this, you know, this 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 uh, situation mm-hmm. and everything else like that. I'm gonna talk about, you know, a friend. Okay. <laughs> and everything. I'm not going to put any names to it. Got it. it. We good. But, we good. Tell the story. But, uh, you know, she wanted her grade changed. She uh. wanted, I think she was like one one score, like, you know, one like literally one number mm-hmm. for her to either be on um, a certain honor roll and everything else mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. And she sat on the man's lap. She brushed up against them. She and, and everything else. Everything was um, a sexual, in, you know, innuendo mm-hmm. and everything. And my friend, she got a grade change. Wow. She got, she got on to that second honor roll. Wow. To be on the B, B honor roll, she was on the A and B honor roll. Wow. Wow. I was, I was, I was there. I was, I was a witness to that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I, I ain't need no grade change because <laughs> I forget what grade we was in. I probably either didn't make it or I did make it, and it, or whatever that number was, it wasn't gonna get me to the A and B honor roll, and I was happy with my fifty dollars. Okay. Know, you know, okay. at school. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. I I just I, you know it's it's unfortunate, um, and I get what you're saying. You're not blaming the child, but I I I I, I know where you were going with that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like I've. This is not like because um, I I I know people who who went to that school mm-hmm. or I know somebody some people's kids and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Like you know how like you know all of it is inappropriate at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But how much did you really know? What what made you take this turn to to now call in? For something that was 2019, mm. so then, so 2019, 20, 2020, we all like you know things have changed. And it's and it's in 2016. They called in in 20. They started the investigation in 2019. Right. Yeah. 
for two whole years, but that's a whole right. other conversation. Like, like you know, it um, it's sad. Like you know, it, it, it you know, it's, it's it's very sad. At the end of the day, it's it's sad. Like you know, like like you know, don't don't take a don't take a student home. It could be frowned upon. It could be looked at differently. Something can be said and blah blah blah, and everything else like that. And so, you know, you do have to protect. At the end of the day, you have to protect your job and everything else like that. And if you can't find somebody your age, at least wait until they get to the but, appropriate age. But no, because this part of this part of this 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 lockup deal is uh it says one dude started he waited until the person graduated. Cuz I guess the Marine Academy is must be high school. Mhm. So it says one of them uh literally waited until the person had graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get back to that part of the article. Oh, it says, yeah. Martinez also claimed that there were several cases involving grooming students for future relationships by staff members and waiting for the student to turn 18 to begin a sexual relationship. So you groomed them when they was a minor. And then when they became an adult, you decided to have a line. You didn't break a legal law, but, but bruh, or, or ma'am, because they're not saying. Right. <laughs> wow. Right. Please don't think it's all the time a man. Wow. Like, this is what we all? This is what we doing? Like, this is, yeah. They groomed them. They groomed them early so that when the time they turned 18, that 18-year-old was like, oh, I've been waiting. Ooh, we wait. Ain't you glad we waited? Now I'm legal. Now we can't. Now you won't. Now you won't go to jail. And now I won't go to jail for being with you. Even though I've been trying to talk to you since you was a, junior, a sophomore when you was 15. Right. Let me say it like somebody says it at my school. You nasty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you real nasty. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. Uh, last thing, last little news brief uh, deal here. Okay, news brief. News brief deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we had a lot of news tonight. Uh uh, y'all cousins who went to the Louis Vuitton store, let me talk to my Chicago people. I want to, let me say something. You <laughs> Please talk about the story, but let me just say this. What you want to say, baby? Uh, I, I mean, here's my asterisk. What you got? What you got? We, we, we ain't had none of this until all all y'all PPP, all y'all stolen PPP money. So PPP money ran, ran out? It ran low. <laughs> So now they got to go and everything. They done bought them, but they bought what they could buy. Yeah, you you didn't bought the Louis Vuitton. You didn't went to the Vegas trip. But now you your money gone. To Colorado, you didn't went to California. You didn't did everything. Miami, you know? they tore Miami up. Yeah. Been all in Miami. Yeah, you you you, you Mexico. Went, yeah, you didn't went to yeah. Miami. Yeah, I, let me, I, you you didn't went around the world. Been around the world and I yeah yeah on on the Lisa Stanfield oh. uh trip and everything else. And now and now your money low. And low. Low, low, low. usually low. in those type of situations, you yeah. know, and you can tell it as soon as I'm done, it's always been a team of two or three. Y'all came in there 14 deep with three, three cars. But go ahead, go on. Go on 14, go three cars. Three going to 14, how many times? Oh, let me see. Carry the two. So that's like, because three times five is uh is 15, yes. right? So that's like uh, four and a half people to a car. Yes. 
Yes, in different sections. They 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 did the they under they shouldn't have did the assignment. But, uh, they yeah. they did not know the assignment. Right. They, yeah, they they clearly did not understand the assignment. Yeah. Um, they were teenagers, just like the armored truck Oh, those were two rappers, two goofy rappers. Were they? Yes, they're they, they, those were eight hundred uh. 800 Fat Duck or something. And what? Or something. Yeah. How do you know these rappers' names? That's yes. But the, Did those, you know Lil those... Duck or Duck Duck Goose that got shot? Whatever. Oh, yeah. Ducky, uh, Ducky. F- F- FPG Duck. Yeah, I knew Yeah, I knew about him. Okay. And everything else. That was Rush Street um, in the summertime. But. Okay. Um, but, yeah, those were two those, those were two rappers. That, that tried to rob the, the armor car. Yeah, that killed that woman. That Got no kid. money, by the way. Yeah. We found out. They got away with nothing. They left empty-handed. They so you, that 47-year-old So woman. you shot a woman six times. She died on at at the hospital. She and, tried to survive. And then the other dude, you shot twice. He 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 made it. And then the other one was able to uh, like flee, like you know, to get away from him. It was three because you know you need two in the front and one in the back. They never said nothing about the third dude. That's why I only thought it was two. I mean, I'm talking about the armored car people. It was. It was three people. It, it, normally, it is three people in the armor car. That's why I said it never mentioned the third guy in any article that I read. Okay. Yeah, they were still teenagers, nineteen twenty. Yeah. 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 They they fin- they going to the house with the grown folks now. They going with the big boys. Hmm. See how grown you is. <laughs> Want to be bank robbers, huh? Yeah, we gonna see. Cause they, you ain't going to the juvenile joint. You going to the big, as they say. The big house. That was not my condo. Okay. <laughs> you going to the big house. You going to the real jail. Uh, I forgot about that one. Uh, Felicia, as usual, Felicia always be sending me off somewhere else. Uh, I was well, too with the news. Go ahead and tell them talk about Oak Brook. Talk about who? Oak Brook. Oak Brook. So, y'all know, I used to do some 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 little work for uh, for, for Nordstrom, a little, little something, something for them. And uh, so I know all about the smashing grabs uh, out there uh, at the, she said, put that dead president movie up. Hey, they had a plan with their presidents, though. They clearly did not have a plan. Uh, uh, These these kids running into this store, you know, and and let me say it right now. You can just look at the videotape when they show it. It's all us. Don't even... (laughs) Hoods or no hoods, masculine. That's the one thing that I think more than anything I'll be happy about this pandemic being over is all of these extra masks because now you got you got dudes like literally when i go to <laughs> past my mom's house when i'm leaving school these people ain't got on the p the ppe mask they got on ski masks everybody mama just walking around with ski masks on full-fledged ski masks and she says aren't those persons attached with security why these people are coming in with wire cutters Remember, tell them the story about how they just walked out. So, so when I whole... so while I was consulting at Nordstrom's, I wasn't there this particular day. They came in. Uh, the the uh, this was what like four years ago. It's been a long time. Four years ago, at least four, three four maybe more. four more. Uh, and and walked out with the entire rack of Canada goose coats. Y'all know them Canada goose coats. Is it Canada goose or Canadian goose? What, what, what is it called? It's, it's them goose coats. From Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe it's Canada goose. Yeah. But they walked in. The coats were on wires, but they came in with the wire cutter instantly. 
so they could grab and snatch. And they walked in and walked right out the door. Now somebody tried one of the one of the workers tried to like grab one and got their nose busted, unfortunately. But in other cases, these people have walked into Nordstrom and other stores and walked right out. So now at Nordstrom's, she said them good coats. Now at Nordstrom's, they're on wires, but they are wired now through each sleeve. I mean, should be telling y'all that, but there was at least that was the last time when I was. I there. mean, like they was okay, so they used to. They, they would just be wired, wired like a, in certain, you know, in, in bunches, but they would take the bunches and, and well, walk. Well, what would happen would be this: somebody would say, "Tanya, you come in. Who can I?" Because here's the deal: I can't buy a coat unless I can try it on. Exactly. Now here you come, trying on the coat. So Tanya, you grab the coat from the rack over here or oh, I need to walk over here to the mirror mm-hmm. here's the problem I unlock the coat for you I ain't locking it back because for one I don't, you know in most cases I don't believe you finna buy this coat or you might just be window shopping mm-hmm. so now I got to now you got to walk to the mirror mm-hmm. coats are now officially unlocked right. so now here come my crew right because you because then what you don't because you don't know I'm with the crew Right, because you don't want to incite, like you know. You don't want to start saying that you prejudice. Following up under right, me, da, 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 right. Like you know, I got money for this, like that, like that crazy yeah, that, girl. That, that, yeah, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yes, doing too much. At right. the sports store. Right. So, so now because so yeah, so you don't want to you don't want to be accused of profiling. Mm-hmm. They don't let me try on the coat. I, I, you, you, you I got six hundred, whatever, whatever. So now you over here, and now here come the rest of the crew, because now they know. That the, that the stuff is unlocked because mm-hmm. they in the store. Because I'm going to tell you what used to happen because I knew the security people at, at Nordstrom's. So we in the store and they would be like, they would literally say, uh, you would hear them over the, uh, uh, somebody like security would call if you were at a certain uh, uh, re- register, your phone would ring and they'll be like, uh, seven people just entered the store, four of them are up by you. And um, they got bags, and there's nothing in the bags. Because they can see. Because, you know, them cameras, them cameras like Vegas cameras. Mm-hmm. They can see that they, they ain't carrying nothing in the bags. Right? Or, you got, or you're carrying a shopping bag from a store that ain't even in Oak Brook. Right. <laughs> in, in nowhere in Oak Brook. Right. So it'd be different if you, you know, you walk in with a, with a, with, with a you walking in with a, with a J.C. Penny bag. Ain't no uh, JC Penny. Right. Ain't no top of the line, JC. You still That's you, my soul, y'all. Really, really top of the yeah, top really of the line. Top of the top line, line JC Penny. Y'all ain't gonna understand that from a movie. Too. You said JC's Penny. That's, that was from class act. I know. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. I heard how you said JC Penny. That's how you said it. Right. And then you put top of the line in front That's of JC Penny. Penny. That was in part of the movie. Okay. Well, make sure you say that part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my mom got this. This is top of the line, JC's penny. JC's penny. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, these people are. So they would warn us. <laughs> Angel say old fashioned booster. Old fashioned booster got they got in and out with no problem. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And come to your house with that construction. Anybody? What's that? The contractor bag. Right, right. Shock value. Yeah, yeah. 
so yes, yeah, I saw what you said about Pandora one person at a time. You know, so but a lot of the other stores like Gucci and whatever, they have limited people that they allow in the store, especially because of COVID. And then even before COVID, they was only allowing a limited amount of people in the store because they know people are gonna come in and do the bum rush. Well, uh, me and the old lady gang, we were talking about this. Like you uh-huh. make it, they making it hard. That's why I say I mean, I remember saying this uh, one time to to the head of school. You know, they were just talking about stores and everything else, and somebody was like, "Tanya, why would you say that?" And everything I said, I don't go to them stores because I, you know, I said I don't want to. I don't want. I really don't want nobody to um come up you know come up to me asking me anything as if like as if i'm gonna take anything as if i'm stealing mm-hmm. and everything else like that so you make it so what me and the old lady game we're talking about was that the simple fact is you make it hard for people to to shop and everything else like that so i just take my i keep i keep my stuff up out of those stores and said, everything else like, that's why i'm there <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. Or, oh, just, or, 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 online. Or, or, yeah, I'm we ready, know you know, you're the online person. Online we know. And everything else like that, and, which is not great. Which is not no. great. No, and 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 yeah, it it only makes it harder for when we go to the store, uh, and and you're gonna get profiled whether you are black and shopping or black and working. Because you know, I remember I, I'm, I'm waiting for it to pop back up in my Facebook memories that day I was at Nordstrom's working. Had on my good, you know, had on a good eye, you know, like my man do on the TikTok. Like, hey, man, like, like, give us a rundown of your outfit, you know, like, how much your shoes, how much your, your jacket, mm-hmm. your So I, I was walking around with a good nine by nine, eleven hundred, eleven hundred on, eleven hundred suits, you know, booted up shoes, all that. And I'm on the escalator, you and know what the lemon pepper stuff and 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 uh, so so Nordstrom's has this policy, and then we are gonna move on. Mm-hmm. Nordstrom's has this policy. That if you're walking to an escalator and it's up or down and a customer is coming at the same time you are, let the customer get on first. That's, that's a Nordstrom policy. That's part of their customer service. Because their thought for a process is that customer might be in a hurry. You ain't because you still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let the customer go first. So we were going down. I think I was up on the third floor. And I'm with, and the customer was coming, and I saw her, her and her daughter it was like either grandmama, daughter, granddad, somebody, whatever, and they were coming. So I stopped, let them go on first. We going down on the escalator. Remind you, I'm suited up, looking, you know, you know how, you know. I know how you look. I got you, All but right. you know how. I look. <laughs> but you know how I look, right? You know, don't nobody wear a suit like me. Yeah. But anyway. So I'm, you know, and I'm good. I'm, cu- I'm, I'm, I'm custom tailored up, you know, all that. Old girl is in front of me. I see her turn around, look up, back at the escalator, and then she looks down at her purse. She zips up. Apparently, her purse was open. She zips up her purse, takes said purse, straps it across herself, mm-hmm. right, and then clutches it up against her side. We still on the escalator. Where am I going? So right. So now you know I see it and you know you know me like, you know. You know me. So you know I ain't gonna let it slide. You know, because people would think it's cool to ice skate. (laughs) You know I ain't gonna let it slide. So I'm getting to the bottom of the elevator, so you know, escalator. So I see her. 
So now I see she's still shopping. So now because this happened, I decide that I'm going to just kind of walk where she could see me to make her feel somewhat a little bit more uncomfortable since you already uncomfortable. Because, you know, you don't wear, they don't, they don't wear name tags. There's no name tag that said, hi, I'm so-and-so, I work for whatever, this ain't, you know, or, so, you know, whatever. So uh, I go up, I go down to the second floor where the huge customer service section is right on the second floor. And I see her making her way to that area because she's about to return something. So I see that that's where they're going. So I instantly walk over there and I stand behind, I'm about a customer or two behind her in the line like I'm in the line. Then I notice that she notices I'm behind her. So now, because I'm Dana and I just got to do it Dana's way, I walk behind the counter because I could be behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And I tell dude that's on the counter, the little dude that's, you know, the one that, you know, who had the, the real good eyebrows, mm-hmm. my man's. So I say, my man's. I say, let me highlight you real quick. I say, when this customer come up, step off the counter and call me up. <laughs> when this, they come up. So they get in line, get in line, get in line. They step up to the counter. He said, uh, I need to step away. Could you help me right here? I said, no problem. The lady's mouth dropped wide open. I said, hi, how are you? How can I help you? She wanted to return something from five years ago. <laughs> Right. She stood there for a minute and she was looking and then the little girl was like, oh, that's the guy from the escalator. (laughs) I said, yeah, I saw y'all. Y'all all all right? You feel safe? Felicia says being black in America ain't got nothing to do with a three-piece suit. I'm just saying. I know. I know. It was a good three-piece though. It was real good. Four button vest. Okay, never mind. Pocket square was on 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 fleek. Yes, yes. Is on fleek still a word? No, it's not. When did on fleek disappear? When 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 we got a hold of it. <laughs> on fleek. Yes, because that was that was the, the young people's term. Is on fleek is now is on phonem the new on fleek, or is that something different? On phonem means like <laughs> like like I don't know. Like, I'm just like talking Joe guys. and like you know like like all like. It's pretty much like on my mama. On that's that's really what on fleek. Uh, on fleek meant that you were shocked. On fleek, a fleek. The first fleek was first about fleek. I, I, you know, eyebrows. Really? Anything. Yes, that's the girl. The girl. Eyebrows group. on fleek. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I do remember that. And, okay. And then it just traveled along. So but we yeah. don't. We not on fleek no more. No, we not. What yeah. we on now? <laughs> I got. I got to see it in. Con- I mean, I got to see ask, it in action. You got to ask Taylor. We're going to have to ask Taylor. Like, ask Taylor what we on now. Since we ain't on fleek no more, what they we gonna, on? They're going to change it on you as soon, as soon as you guys get a hold of it. Yeah, because what was the thing that they did the youth day? I'm going to move on. What was the thing they did the last youth day thing on that kingdom that was that had me so irritated? I got so tired of the word. Oh. What was what was that that word, that that saying? I'm um, I'm on. What was what's the, what was the saying that everybody's saying? No, not period. No, oh. not period. Not that one. Now I'm, I'm That's sick, new. I'm sick of the period, poo. Yeah. Period. What was the What was the thing that the young people were saying, and the old people started saying it, and I was just over because it. it was like the theme of the of the of the youth day. Because uh, Reverend, really? when Reverend Cornelius King kept saying it, I was really done. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It ain't wild. It was uh. Somebody help me out. 
It was it was back. It was like 2017, 2018. It was should have been dead. Cause even Kirk, even Kirk Franklin was saying it, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's, it's time for it to go. Yeah, well, I mean, you, uh, I was talking to my coworker, and you know, we always get these words that, like, you know, uh, right now, which I hate now is, um, you know, like I think we should talk about, but we shouldn't not, not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, toxic. I said toxic is nothing. Toxic, the word. Toxic. Oh, toxic. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But you know, pe- you know, people. You know, you know, you know my are happy. The, my man with the tacos when you said. I thought that's what you were saying. People are happy to be in in these toxic relationships. And now what I just told my coworker is, I said, there's no such thing as a toxic relationship. There's a narcissist in the relationship, and he's making you or she. Thank making you. Come you on. Keep it even. Keep it even. It's making you act act a clown because you don't know when you're being manipulated. Mm. So toxic needs to definitely downplay itself. Like, you know, it, it's like the G rated version of just say you being abused in. Mm. Because, cause, cause that's what it is. You, it's an emotional abuse. It's a verbal abuse and everything else like that. That toxic is not, I, I um, my cousin wrote on her thing. She's like, you know, if, you know, uh, whatever's going on with these new people, it's like, if you think that couple's not toxic, like, you know, come and check out, you know, come and check out, you know, her relationship when her boyfriend cut up all her wigs. And I'm looking like, we we can't be proud of this. Sorry, no. This is not, this is not the moment to be proud of being toxic. I know I wasn't supposed to laugh at that time. I know. Don't laugh. <laughs> he cut up all her wigs. He cut up all her wigs. That's that's the equivalent of y'all cutting up the like messing with the PlayStation. That's that's the equivalent. That's the only way you you know. But that's but that is that is a grown every man woman and everything. That is a tantrum out this world. If you got to destroy my stuff, then you know leave. Hey, because you got to you got to you got to bring that back. Do you got the money for what you're destroying? For the wigs. Y'all can't, yes. You can't glue the hair back to the... Uh... Let me stop talking to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sick of bro. Yeah, bro got to go. Bro bro is outlawed in my classroom. Because my, my new thing is, whether it be a little boy or a little girl, say, I wasn't even talking to you, bro. And I'd be like, who bro? Is your mom in here or your daddy? Which one is bro? Yeah. That's, that's literally my response. But yeah, I got, I mean, who is bro? Your mom or your daddy? I remember when I used to work at a uh, at a facility. Because Taylor likes to say bro. She likes to say bro. Yeah, I, I, ain't bro, I ain't bro. The teenagers way before her, they used to put everything on King Neil. I was looking like, I said, King Neil is a gangster. I said, he is dead and gone. So why is we putting it on King Neil? That's why I'm following them coming. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break. <laughs> people get killed over wigs. Hey, I know that's right. Okay. All right. Well, y'all, you know, I know that's personal for y'all. I ain't going to say nothing. Let it go. Think I better let it go. What you say now? Okay, sir. Uh, looks like another TKO. Oh, 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 sorry. I felt that down. If I, if, I, if, I, if I got a hold of them three-piece suits, will, will we just be toxic or will we still be friends? No, you going to jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doc is a cuss word. I ain't never like Doc either. First of all, y'all call the people Doc that ain't Doc. I got, you know, I got a real personal little problem with that whole thing. But then, yeah, cause they, yeah, call Doc, hey Doc, Doc this, Doc that. No, Doc, nothing. How about you? <laughs> anyway, um, 
We're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump right into uh, tonight's topic of conversation. I know we started the show late, but we ended it somewhat on time. Uh, nine marks of a healthy worship leader. Nine marks of a healthy worship leader. And then we come back, we're going to have a couple of quick announcements. Can you put some stuff up on the screen? You can just have it up on the screen. They can read. Uh, and then I'll, I'll come behind it. Uh, with, oh, do you even have the vaccination one? No, sir. I know, because ain't nobody give us nothing. Uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, but I can grab it. Okay, do what you can. grab it from where? Cause it ain't up nowhere. We got the the, the old one, one. With, the, with the with the with the new date with the same date. Okay, got year. it. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll be right back, y'all, in a few moments. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, give y'all some more of this good old Eric Kirk. I'll praise him. Be right back, y'all. Two T's, one L, one O, T T L O, radio. Peace.
Come on, say Jesus, huh? We just come to lift up the name. Come on, say Jesus, huh? That's what they're saying. Ooh, some of y'all dropped off. Y'all be all right. Let's go. Really? Really? We are back, back, coming on back. It's Praise Break Friday. Eric Kirk and True Worship. How you doing her best uh, background singer? True worship. Y'all need a new background singer? She know how to sing in a microphone and not say nothing. She has watched somebody do that for a whole bunch of years. <laughs> On how to sing into the microphone but not really sing. But make it look like you're singing, though. Anyway, we are coming on back. That's coming on back. Coming on back. That's Eric Kirk and True Worship. The song is simply titled, I'll Praise Him. Look, we got this good article. Nine marks of a healthy worship leader. We're going to talk about that. Y'all come on in with your comments and all that good stuff. Let me see if I missed anything while we were on break. No, I did not. Uh, We are coming on back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The article is simply entitled Nine Marks of a Healthy Worship Leader. Nine Marks of a Healthy Worship Leader. Uh, The writer is Alex Duke. I think this is the first time we've used him. But Alex Duke uh, lives in South, I'm sorry, lives in Louisville, 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 let me say it like the people down there, in Louisville, not Louisville, but in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, with his wife, Melanie, he is a student at the Southern Seminary and a member of the Hunsaker Lane Baptist Church. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, all that good stuff. But his name is Alex Duke. Here is, here is the nine marks of a healthy worship leader. So this is it. This is it. We're going to read it. So the writer says this. He says, my local church is in search of a worship leader. And to that end, our senior pastor cobbled together a group of 12 members from a worship leader search committee. Despite my musical ineptitude, I was among those asked to serve. Hmm. He says, I suppose I'm equal parts grateful and terrified. After all, the title worship leader is nowhere in the New Testament. He goes on to say, this fact tempts even the most level-headed, uh, taps even the most level-headed uh, toward the subjective and superficial, where already drawn lines and white-knuckle commitments merely evidence what we've previously seen, known, or been comfortable with. He says, so I wanted to pass along a few thoughts I've developed as I pray through my uh, pray through what my church is undertaking in the coming weeks and what your church may be going through right now. I've unoriginally titled them Nine Marks of a Healthy Worship Leader. I want to talk about that, 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 that title as well, uh, Worship Leader. Uh, I remember Pastor Parks, uh, when he was on, talked about being the worship pastor uh, when he was under Reverend Acri. I can't think of the name of Reverend Acri's church right now. But when he was under Pastor Acri, that he was the, the, uh, the worship pastor. Uh, and and so we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. Uh, but that I, I think so. Worship pastor is different from um, minister of music, director of music. It's different. Why? 
because the worship pastor's job is to make sure that whatever goes forward in the form of worship, right? So worship pastor would not just be over um, the, making sure what's presented from the music department. The worship pastor's job is the responsibility of making sure that the entire service is in the form of worship. So even if you had praise dancers, the worship pastor would be involved. Uh, making sure that any gaps in the service, that there's always filled with something that keeps directing people back to worship. That's what the that's what the goal is. So the worship pastor, under the leadership of whoever the senior pastor is, says, "Hey, here is what you know. You've had meetings with the senior pastor. This is what this is his vision. This is what he desires. Now let's make that come to fruition." Because truth be told, senior pastors should not have to be worried about why the choir ain't where they're supposed to be when the service starts. How come the musicians ain't where they're supposed to be when the service starts? How come this ain't that? And then the other part that the worship pastor brings to fold into this is the fact that he or she makes sure that what we're doing is biblically and spiritually in line with who God is. Because a worship pastor can say, you know what? Yeah, I know why you want to do that song, but that song is for concerts. It ain't for Sunday morning. Because you do know some songs labeled as praise and worship songs, based off the way they are written, based off the way they are composed, based off the way they are uh, uh, um, uh, um, played or performed, that they are made for a concert setting, not, not made for uh, a congregational worship setting. But let me get to what the man said. Let me get to what the man said. I just have to teach when I can. The man. So we got nine marks of a healthy worship leader. The writer says, I'm convinced that these nine things are must-have for anyone leading a congregation in song week after week. Far from uh, exhaustive, there are a set of traits, postures, and characteristics I believe are informed by scripture and ought to transcend culture and denomination. So here we go. Do me a favor. If you're still with me, I just see numbers. I don't see names or anything. Put me something in the chat. Let me know I'm still here. Put a smiley face, thumbs up, frown up face. It don't matter. Just give me something so I know you're still here. All right. So here we go. Number one, number one, number one, number one. Your worship leader should meet the biblical qualifications of an elder. Uh-oh. Mm. Your worship leader should meet the biblical... John Carter, bless you, sir. Your worship leader should meet the biblical qualifications of an elder. I'm going to say that one more time. Your worship leader should meet the biblical qualifications of an elder. Here is what the writer says. This is important. He says, even if he won't be called an elder, the congregation will likely treat him like one. And it's important to remember the qualifications for an elder, pastor, shepherd, including being apt to teach. That's the part, being apt to teach, um, being apt to teach. This is what worship leaders do, and their aptness, A-P-T-N-E-S-S, their aptness uh, says it says their aptness to teach or lack thereof is evident. Uh huh, is evident 
every week in the songs they select and the way the, they facilitate the congregation's worship. Oh, my God. Oh, God, this is good. The writer says, he says, I need to add a caveat here. Depending on what song leading looks like in your particular congregation, meeting the qualifications of an elder may be unnecessary. A friend of mine helpfully pushed back on this point and offered a helpful distinction. A person who is simply leading musically needs to have the biblical qualifications of a deacon, deaconess. A person who is leading that portion of the service, which includes songs, prayers, and readings, needs to have the qualifications of an elder. I agree. Under the assumption, this second scenario naturally propels the song leader or what you have is more of a pastoral function. Let me say this. Let's make sure we understand what the word means because we read that scripture often about being apt to teach, apt, A-P-T, or having aptness, A-P-T-N-E-S-S. The word apt, apt, A-P-T, A-P-T, it it simply means it's the quality of being appropriate or suitable, meaning you have to be suitable, qualified for said position. I'll give you an example. Just because you can play an instrument, keyboard, piano, organ, drums, whatever, doesn't automatically qualify you to lead the music department. I'm going to help somebody in a minute. It doesn't automatically qualify you to lead the music department. Being apt to teach, being uh, I'm sorry, being being a, a musician, and let, let let me let me go outside of the realm of church and take you somewhere else. Just become a, just because I'm the best salesman at the company doesn't make me qualified to run the sales department for the company. Mm. Come on now, because see. Being in charge means I'm doing more than selling. Let me say it again. Being in charge means I'm doing more than selling. If I'm a great keyboard player, great organ player, being in charge of the entire music department means I'm doing more than playing. It means I have to have some what? People skills. Uh Uh-oh, it means what? I have to have some management skills. Can I take it it a step further? You can be a dynamic preacher, but not be a great pastor. Come on now, John Carter, just because you stand in the garage don't make you a car. Come on now, because you could be an oil spill. Let me leave that alone. Look here. you, You could be a dynamic preacher but it doesn't make you a great pastor. Now watch this. You can be a great pastor, but not be a great preacher because you could have all the administrative skills. You could have all the people skills, all the great leadership skills, but maybe your sermons are a little bit, you know, maybe your theology is a little, Maybe your hermeneutics is a little bit, maybe your apologetics is a little bit, and, and, and I'll take it one step further. 
and I'll use, I'll use a name, and I've said this, I've used this analogy or preacher terms, illustration before. In, in, in arguably, arguably, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball of all time. Arguably. That, and I said arguably because there's those who fight against it. I'm not going to have that fight with you tonight. Arguably, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. Here's the problem. How many championships has Michael Jordan won as an owner? I'll wait. I don't hear nobody. How many championships has Michael Jordan won as an owner? None. How many times has Michael Jordan's teams been to the playoffs as an owner? I believe two. I could be off by one. Meaning it could be three or it could be one. But how many times as an owner has his teams made the playoffs? Here we go. None. Or one or whatever. But this is the greatest bas- this is arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Doesn't mean he can lead an entire organization. Put him on the court. Can he lead a team? Yes. Put him in an office. Can he put together a great team? Can he hire great coaches? That's still up for discussion. You see what I mean? So when we, when it's, when we talk about being apt to teach, that's where this person is going. All right. Number two. John says zip. Felicia says zero. Come on now. Watch this. Number two. Uh-oh. Now, here we go. John Carter, here we go. Number two, your worship leader should be musically capable. Somebody need to share this. If y'all ain't shared this, please share this. Your worship leader should be musically capable. Come on now. The writer says this. He said, this is obvious. He says, I know perhaps a more specific and helpful exhortation would be that he should select songs within his skill set. He says, you really love that new riff on that old hymn, Yeah, Me Too, but it's hard to sing along when I can't decipher the words or melody or easily or as easily as I can the old boy got a catch-up look in the drama and the rhythm guitar section. The writer says, also, it's unwise to let this qualification steer the ship. In fact, it should be subservient to almost everything else. A godly and mediocre musician will serve our churches far better in the long run than a sublime talent who reads his chords charts more than he reads his Bible. Let me say this. And I can tell you this from, from, from I've never had to be in charge of any music department, but I've seen those that have been in charge. And I will say this, I will take a dedicated, mediocre, and y'all know how I feel about mediocre, but I will take a dedicated, mediocre musician over an extremely talented musician who don't know anything about worship, who doesn't know the purpose of why they show up on Sunday other than the check. 
I'll take a mediocre musician. When I say mediocre, you can give me the basics. But you but you know your word. You're in your Bible. You know you know who God is and you do your best to recognize him in your worship. I'll take that person over an extremely talented and gifted musician who does not recognize where his or her gifts come from, who does not recognize that their gifts come from, that where, where they get, and they don't use their gift for worship. They use their gift for check. Let me, let me, let me move on because I feel myself going to go somewhere. Let me move on. Number three. Uh-oh. Good Lord. Number three. Your worship leader, your worship leader (laughs) should be invisible, almost. That's what the writer says. Your worship leader should be invisible, almost. Here's what the writer says. He says, a guest leaving the Sunday gathering should be more struck by the corporate witness of the congregation praising God in song than by the ability or presence of one man. Whoa, those people love to sing about Jesus. It's always better than man. That guy is really great. Huh? I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. Do the people leave saying, oh, my God, that's a praising church? Or do they leave saying, do really know he can sing? That's why I tell you all the time when I talk about when I talk about people who name churches, they, 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 they tell you what church they go to by mentioning their pastor's name and not the name of the church. I'm always leery, right? I go to Hannah's church, and, I'm not, and I love John Hannah. I like John Hannah. I do. I go to Hannah's church. Really? No, I go to, I go to, I go to New Life Covenant. Oh, John Hannah's the pastor there. See, there's a difference. Because see now you because see now it's like are you are you there like what reason are you at this church? Right? What's your what's your what's your 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 reasoning for being there? Always ask that always ask that question. Uh, who who are is it is it is it recognizable that you're there for worship or are you there to be in the midst so people can know why you're there or what you what you're doing there? Or, or not, not even what you're doing there. Oh, you go to that church, so you can have them say that. Oh, yeah, I go to Hannah's church, so you can be in the number. Or are you there because it's a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching uh, church that challenges you? It makes you challenge your thinking. It stretches your faith. It pushes you beyond what you're comfortable with. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me check the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Carter. Number four. This is a long one, right? No, it's not that long. Number four says, uh-oh, here we go. Your worship leader should be committed to gospel-anchored liturgy. Your worship leader should be committed to God, gospel-anchored worship 
gospel-anchored liturgy. If I learn how to read, I'll be all right. The writer says, I'm using the word liturgy in a general sense, as in the flow of the gathering, not a rote, uh, recited form of standing and sitting and singing that must be repeated weekly. Every church gathering follows some kind of liturgy. The question is whether it reflects the character of God and the content of the gospel or just the whatever strikes us approach. (laughs) Anchoring liturgy in the gospel may mean scripted transitions between songs that help to move the congregation through the service. Scripture readings, prayers, testimonies of God's grace tethered to the theme of the passage about to be preached. All of these till the heart's and minds of those present. All of these till the hearts and minds of those present. Prayerful, thoughtful preparation beforehand cultivates an appropriately intentionally, I'm sorry, cultivates an appropriately intentional culture in the church. It cultivates an appropriately intentional culture in a church. Don't assume The Holy Spirit only works in the moment. Oh, God. Don't assume that the Holy Spirit only works in the moment. Here is what's so important about this. And the writer used the word liturgy, liturgy. And it's strictly a form of public religious worship. That's all liturgy is. That's all it is. So when you hear terms like liturgical, it's a form of religious worship. So when people say they're going to do a liturgical dance, it's meaning I'm going to do some form of Christian praise dancing, biblical praise dancing. So that's the word. So don't get caught up in, the, in, the, in, in, in terminology. Y'all know I like to teach. So liturgy or liturgical, any of those things. You, want, you do want to make sure that what you're doing on Sundays is gospel anchored, right? Not just, I want to sing this song because I heard it on Kirk Franklin's gospel, or I heard it on 1390, or I heard it on V103 with Sonya Blakey in them. No, no. Is the song spiritual? Does it fit a scriptural uh, definition of prayer and prayer and praise and worship? Does it fit? That's the real question. Does it fit, or is it just something we're just doing to be doing? Is it just fitting our, is, is, it, is it fulfilling our personal desires? Every song ain't for every house. Let me say that again. Every song ain't for every house. Every song ain't for every choir. Every song ain't for every praise team. Every song ain't for every soloist. Why do you say that? Here's what I mean. It doesn't mean that the words can't apply to that choir, that praise team, that soloist. But when we use the terminology earlier about apt to teach, being qualified, Does your gift, does your skill set meet the skill set needed to sing said song? Uh Uh-oh. I'm about to, I said what I said. Does your skill set meet the skill set necessary 
to sing that song? Does your choir's skill set meet the skill set necessary to watch this, to honor God and be faithful to the intentions of the writer of the song? I am going to probably for next week, Friday, I know it's the Friday of Thanksgiving that we always have fun that particular Friday uh, after Thanksgiving because some of y'all's food be looking a mess and we talked about it real good. But uh, every song ain't for Jesus either. Come on, uh, John. Come on, sir. But here is the deal. I want to find the clip. And I'm going to make sure I give it to you in time, Tanya, of Richard Smallwood teaching a choir that truly believed they could sing total praise. Huh? It is on my page somewhere. Yeah. But he was teaching a choir. I believe they were in some part of North Carolina somewhere. And the choir, first of all, sounded amazing before he corrected them. (laughs) Listen to what I'm saying to y'all. They sounded amazing before he corrected them. But because he was the composer and writer and producer of the song, he let them know, y'all sound good, but that ain't, y'all ain't singing the song I wrote. So he went through the whole process of deconstructing what they thought they knew. Then he went on to tell them why he wrote the song when he wrote it. It does matter. It matters when you sing a song when you know the intent behind the song, right? It's kind of like I told, I told someone this yesterday. Uh, when when uh, the Bible uses terms, I was always taught, uh, especially when reading the New Testament, uh, anytime the Bible uses phraseology, a certain man, a certain woman, a rich young ruler. Anytime the Bible does not give you a specific name, I was always taught, put your own name in that spot. Why? Because now when you read, now when you read, you're using your name and you're making it personal. Right? So when you say a certain woman with an issue of blood or a woman with an issue of blood, you might not have the issue of blood, but you got some issues. I'm going to get some help in a minute. You can insert your own name with your own struggle. And now when you, and, and watch this, because you've been in some struggles and you've seen, the, you've seen Jesus pull you out of some struggles, Now when you read the story of how she pressed her way through, glory to God, how she pressed her way through because she said, he ain't got to talk to me. He ain't got to make eye contact with me. I ain't got to have no meeting with the pastor. All I got to do is retch around. I can't get no help. Is retch around and touch the hem. Now you can put yourself in that place and remember when it was you who had your back up against the wall and said, if I could just get to a certain place. 
See, now, now that scripture means something different. As they say, it hit different, don't it? It hit different when you put your own name in there. It hit different when 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 you can read what when whether whether where the soldier said, look here, uh 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 if you just pray, you ain't got to come to the house. But if you just pray from where you at, I know my dude will be all right. How many of us have said that prayer? Lord, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta show up, Lord, but can you just touch him? Can you just heal him? Can you just Lord, I know you're busy. But can, can you just say can you speak the word, Lord? See, that's, that's when you put your own name over there. When you put your own name in there, it hit different. It hit different. All right. All right. All right. Let me move on. Let me move on because time is ticking. Time is ticking. We got 15 good minutes. The writer says this. Number five, your worship leader should work in close tandem with the preacher. Uh-huh. Your worship leader should work in close tandem with the preacher. I know back in the day, John Carter, you could probably testify to this. Back in the day, the pastor or the preacher would kind of make sure a couple things would happen. If the, a lot of times, sometimes the pastor would give the musicians a heads up and say, hey, I want y'all to do this before I preach. Right? Sometimes, though, they don't. But I was always intrigued by the musicians I've been around. And I've been around some great musicians. Uh, Michael Perry, uh, uh, Pearly Rice, uh, uh, Gerald Hicks, um, and then that younger generation, Sean McCurtis, Christopher Hicks, been around some great, great musicians. Watched them. And what I've watched was this. And John, this is the part I'm talking about. When the sermon is over, he say, John Carter. <laughs> you too, John <laughs> But watch this. Marion Blackman, let me not get in trouble. But anyway, let me, let, me, let, me, let me move on. When the pastor is preaching his sermon, musicians Good musicians, good worship leaders, because it might not be the musician that catches it. It might be somebody else that's in the choir that catches it. Miriam, yeah, yeah. The writer says this. I'm not the writer. I'm telling you this. The musicians are listening for a theme in the sermon. They're listening for some sort of pattern in the sermon. So they're looking for words and, and if faith happens to get mentioned a whole lot, if the theme is you got to have faith, if the theme is this, and if you have, and watch this now, remember, you got to have the people to follow it up. If you ain't got the people, you can't do the song. There's a song called Faith. You know, I have a thing. That can move mountains, blah, 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 that, that song. To see the, you know, reach the unreachable, uh, 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 whatever, whatever. I can't think of the name of the word, the, the rest of the, lyric, the lyrics. But that, there's that song. Now, that's a great song. That's a great song 
to have after a preacher has preached on faith. Now, you got to have a singer that can sing it or a choir that can sing it. But if the but here's the deal. If the if the if the if the worship leader is connected to the pastor or the preacher, he or she is gonna say, Hey, we gonna do we need for, for the invitation, we gonna do faith. Cause sister so and so can sing that. And she gonna come on up here and we gonna blow this and we gonna do this thing. That's working in tandem with the preacher. Come on. So 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 that that's 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 what I'm talking about. When you have that type of connection. There you go. Let me read let me read let me read what the writer says. Your word it says the worship leader doesn't make decisions on an island. Every song should be in service of the preached word. This reminds the church of an important truth. The preacher is a worship leader too. One worships God no less through hearing a sermon than through singing a song. This is to say that themes of the sermon and the song must be identical in a narrow sense. But if, say, your pastor is preaching on the resurrection, sing songs which unpack the meaning of that event as opposed to songs that refer to God's goodness in his general interactions with people. The latter is more than a worthy topic, of course. But the resurrection is a specific event that reveals specific things about God and us. This kind of cooperation between songs and sermons provides an opportunity to praise God specifically and unequivocally, unequivocally in response to his revelation. That ain't what that says. It says an opportunity to praise God specifically and uniquely in response to the revelation. I just put a whole new word that it wasn't even there. It says uniquely, not unequivocally, but hey, I like a bigger word but uniquely in response to his revelation. I had to get that to myself, y'all. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. But again, you want to be singing or at least matching or making an attempt to match what the pastor or preacher just preached about. There you go. All right. We got 10 minutes. I got to move. I got to move. Number six, number six, number six. Am I, have I caught up to you, or are you still you still working over there? Oh, you're done. Just look at you. Number six says, your worship leader should be committed to the expression of a vast range of emotions. Uh-oh. Your worship leader should be committed to the expression of a vast range of emotions. The writer says this, every Sunday gathering should have moments of adoration, Thanksgiving, confession, celebration, and the like. The church should be a space where a range of emotions are acceptable. Guilt, shame, sadness, joy, thankfulness, and so on. He says when we only sing upbeat songs about how happy we are to be in the house of the Lord or how we're going to serve our guts out in this next week because Jesus is awesome, tactically teach people that feeling sad or guilty or downtrodden is somehow sub-Christian, a posture unfit for praising God. He says there are many songs that extol Jesus while also being honest about feeling sorrow and pain. Uh, he says, I'll never forget singing, Be Still My Soul, 
a few days after hearing a friend's terminal cancer diagnosis. He says, though somber and designed to elicit emotion, perhaps few present were feeling this song hoisted, this song hoisted me into the loving arms of Jesus. He says, can happy songs, uh, can happy songs can do that too? Can they do that too? Of course. But when there's never any seasoning of sorrow in our gathering, we risk broadcasting counterfeit sub-Christian message about what it means to be human pursuing Christ-likeness in a fallen world. We're communicating to both our members and our visitors that Christians are always happy and that a relationship with Christ eradicates grief. We're setting people up for disappointment or unpreparedness in the face of difficulty. This is why you got to be able to sing some songs that express all of the emotions. Because trust me, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, at no time was he thinking about praise him with the temple and dance, praise him on the side of the church. He wasn't thinking about that when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Huh? That, ain't, that, that song wasn't in his, in his repertoire. That ain't what the musician was playing. Trust me. That ain't it. He wasn't playing praise him in the temple and dance when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. If anything, that's when the musician should have put that good old uh, 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 I need thee, huh, every hour. Now, I can see Jesus humming that in the garden of Gethsemane. Come on now, I can't get no help. I can see Jesus humming that, huh? You got, come on, that's it, John Carter. You got to follow, follow the flow of the house. You got to know, you, you, you got to know what's what. You got, you, you got to know what's what. You got to know. And, and, and so that's why it's so important for, for, for the two people, not only just to be in sync, but you know, understand what the what expression of what emotional expressions are. You got to know, and you got to be okay with knowing what they are. You have to be comfortable enough in your skill set, and everybody does not have that skill set. Let me let me let ooh, let me tell let me help the people right now. Everybody does not have that skill set. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Because you, 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 you got to be able to have uh, 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 a, a, a skill set that people can, 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 can uh, participate with. Right? I do have my band in the house tonight. They, they've been waiting patiently. What you say, amen? What you say? That ain't what you said. You said something else. But when you're worshiping, come on now. Let me, let me, let me. See, that's worship. Every song don't have to be a concert. That's right, John Carter. All right, let's go. Number seven, number seven, number seven. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Y'all, y'all can bring it on down, bring it on down. Number seven, number seven. Number seven says, your worship leader should be committed to the explicit worship of Jesus. 
Your worship leader should be committed to the explicit worship of Jesus. Let me help somebody real quick. Help somebody real quick. This is why it's so important. This is why it's so important for us to recognize when, when, when we, we, this is why it's so important. Come on now. Put, put, put me in D. Put me in D. Put me in D. Thank you. That's D. God bless you. God bless you. That's, that's why, that's, that's why it's so important. The, the writer says this. He says, this is less about the tone and more about the words of certain songs. He says, the vast majority of a church music, of a church's music, must be distinctly Christian, exalting not only the characteristics of God, but the truths of the gospel. He says, we should sing a few songs an unconverted Jew could happily sing. That is, we should sing about Jesus Christ's life, death, and resurrection. Words like sin and gospel and cross should come up frequently and perhaps even be explained for those in attendance who frankly don't know the difference between a Baptist church and a Jewish synagogue. Look at the words right there. Uh, Assuming all present are Christians and know what words mean is a recipe for confusion. You cannot assume worship leaders, musicians, choirs, singers, praise and worship leaders, that everybody in the house is Christian. And that everybody in the house knows the dialogue that Christians use. You cannot assume that. You playing good, boy. Playing good. You, you cannot assume that. <clears throat> you cannot. You cannot assume that they automatically know. So that's why. That's why for though for your praise and worship sections of your of your you know it's supposed to be congregational, not a whole bunch of words with a whole lot of lyrics. Because you want everybody to be able to participate in the worship. It's important. It's important. It's important. All right. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. The writer says, the writer says, your worship leader, uh uh-oh, I just said it, should encourage and enlist congregational participation. Your worship leader should encourage and enlist congregational participation. The writer says this. He said, in addition to encouraging loud congregational singing, the worship leader could also ask various church members to pray during the service. This provides opportunities for visibility and participation for many, not just a few, with musical talent. Come on now. You got to make... And I love this. I love this. And I keep saying that at, at one point I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna be. I want, to, but I want it to be spirit led and spontaneous. That in the midst of worship, that we just stop the music and we tell folks to just talk to God right in their seats. Just start talking to Him. Just start giving Him glory. Just start doing it. And you know, now if you got a good musician. He or she knows how to flow with that. Right? Everybody use their instrument. The organ player is using his instrument. But for you sitting in the pew, your voice, your mouth, your voice, your hands, your feet, your body is your instrument. 
There is nothing like being in a church where hands are lifted, not because they were told to, but because they, 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 they naturally went up. They naturally went up, not because I said lift your hands, but they went up because you had a praise on the inside. There's nothing like being in a church when people recognize and say, you know what? This ain't what I do, but my God is good enough, big enough, and has done enough that I can just lift my hands and give him some praise. I can lift my hands and give him some glory. I can offer him what little I have as a sacrifice of praise. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. John Carter says, kind spirit, bring back the days of refresh. Yes. Yeah. You remember this? And John, I'm sure you might, you might know this. It, there is nothing like, and you know, a lot of times we only get them at funerals, and that's so sad that we that we that we that we convert it that way, that we only get really good organ interludes, right? We really only get them good organ interludes at funerals, you know, during the uh, uh, right before the wake ends and the funeral starts, you know. Uh, that's the only time we get them. But there's nothing like an organist, an anointed organist or band that can just tap in. Yes, God. That can tap in and just and, and go through a, a, a melodic uh, uh, hymn set on an organ. If people think, and watch this. Do it in a way where a soloist ain't got to come up and sing, but that the congregation knows it. Come on, God. Come on, God. That the congregation knows it. Glory, glory. And, 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 and then the congregation recognizes the song. And then the congregation just busts out into song, following the, 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 the leader on the organ who is leading us into worship, who is ushering us into worship. Come on, let me help y'all. Let me teach. Can I teach for another moment? I know I'm over time already. Because see, we can't usher in no spirit of God. We ain't got that kind of control. But we can usher the people into worship. Huh? I know y'all like to think we can usher in God and we can summon God. I'm trying to help the people. But God is not clap on, clap off. That ain't him. You can't conjure God. You can't I dream a genie God. You can't bewitch God. You can't just 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 talk about some, you know, that ain't it. Watch this. God is omnipresent. Meaning he's everywhere at the same time. He's omniscient, meaning he knows all. Watch this. If your worship reaches the level then the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people he inhabits the praise meaning he shows up based off of the praises of his people meaning he ain't showing up for your contrived 
thrown together, mediocre, last minute, non-rehearsed mess that you put up. He ain't going to do it. But when you're transparent, when you're authentic, and when you're anointed of God, you can lift up a praise that he will in turn notice, oh God, and then say, let me come. Come on now. That's it. That's it. He will come and say, let me come in and sit in the midst of the people now. The praise that I see at this church or that church is beckoning for me. Uh-huh. They're thirsty for me. So now let me show up. Come on, habitation. Let me show up. Come on, indwelling. Habit. Come on. Let me show up and sit where they are. And wherever God shows up, come here, Moses. Yes. Whenever God passes through, we can't see him. Come here, Shekinah glory. Let me show up. And that's when the smoke fills the temple. Glory to God. I could preach that right there. That's when, that's when the, 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 the smoke fills, the Shekinah glory of God, the, the ecclesia, glory to him. That's when it shows up. To the point, watch this, where the minister huh, is unable to minister. Come on now. That's when he shows up. Because see, when he shows up like that, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no words I can preach. All I can do at that point is give the invitation. Ain't no words I can give but the invitation. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. That's it. The door of the church. The door. The door of the church is open. That's it. I ain't got to preach no word. We got to get back to those days. We got to get back to those days. All right. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Woo! I felt that thing. Last one. Number nine. Number nine. Your worship leader should be chiefly concerned with honoring God and upholding Jesus and the gospel more than reaching the next generation or any other predetermined demographic. Y'all want to get the young people. Y'all want to get these people. Y'all want to get professionals. Y'all want to get uh, hippies and yuppies and, and Generation Z and X and all that. Let me read that again. Your worship leader should be chiefly concerned with honoring God, upholding Jesus and the gospel. They should be concerned with those things more than reaching the next generation or any other predetermined demographic. The writer says this, every church needs to be culturally informed. This is why you likely avoid African tribal songs. But no church should be culturally driven. If conversations about fruit, fruitfulness begin displacing those about faithfulness, then the first step has been taken toward a mindset of man-centered worship that will need updating in a few short years. Apart from Christ, every generation from the root of Adam is dead in their sins. 
in desperate need of the in living words of Christ. Because of this, after leaving your church on Sunday, no one needs to think to, think to themselves, man, the music was great. More than anything, they need to have heard the gospel clearly and explicitly. They need to have been made aware of their dire situation apart from Christ and even more is held out hand as their all-sufficient and ever-gracious Savior. The writer says, the writer says, uh, the parlance for this kind of job is uh, Amorphorus music, minister, pastor of music, pastor of music and arts, director of contemporary arena jams and occasional traditional dirge, defense against the dark arts teacher, etc. He says, I'm only using worship leader since it seems to be a catch-all. Here's the deal, and I'll wrap it up with this. Instead of worrying about getting the next generation, generation Y, Z, X, whoever, the Bible says, the Bible says, Jesus says, if I be lifted up, uh, come on now, Jesus says, in John 12 and somewhere up in there, John 12. Y'all know I ain't going to never get the scripture right. I believe it's down there by 30-something, huh? You say, what you say that? Y'all get it. So I think it's John 12, somewhere around 31, 30, somewhere but the 31, 30. But, John, but Jesus said, and if I be lifted up, that's it right there. If I be lifted up, I will, he says, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me if I be lifted up from the earth he'll draw all men unto me I ain't gotta try to put a plan together for generation X, Y, or Z if we're really lifting up Jesus yeah you want yeah, yeah, you want, yeah you want to do some things to, 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 bring, to make yourself relevant in 2021 in your community but if you're lifting up Jesus first if Jesus is first and the plan is second you're in good shape but if man we got this for the young people we got this for the young people and this for the young people I ain't heard Jesus yet you got problems like Airways say you've got mail you've got problems Houston so, so I would, I would, I would suggest to you, at, at the end of the day, just lift up the name of Jesus, and lift it up as high, and as hard, and as often as you can. And the, and and I'll say this: part of our issues and our problems is think about how many times you speak about an issue in a day. Like today, how many times has the name Kyle Rittenhouse come out of somebody's mouth? Just think about this for a moment. How many times has Ahmaud Arbery's name come out of somebody's mouth today? How many times has Wisconsin protests, rifles, 
verdicts, those words, been used today by even us, by even you, by even me. What if every time we talked about something in the news, something we saw, that we took an equal amount of time, glory to God, and just talked about Jesus? You talked to a lot of people today, and we've talked to them about this trial and the news and the robbery at the Louis Vuitton all this other stuff. But to those same people, and at any time, you lift up the name of Jesus. You lifted up the name of the of the of the the, the, the not guilty person. You lifted up the name of the young man who we lift up the name of the young man who was who 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 some say is locked up, you know, wrongly. But do we lift up the name of Jesus as often? I wonder what type of world we'd be in if we did. If the same amount of time I spent today talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, I spent glorifying God. I wonder. Oh, my God. I can't point the finger at y'all without pointing it back at myself. Because I've been talking about dude a little bit today, too. And I can tell you, I've talked about him more today than I have about Jesus. Although this two this two hour show might put me back over on the other side, <laughs> might weigh my scale back the other way. What we have, it's something to think about. It's something to think about. Look, y'all, it's been a great, great, great show. Uh, I appreciate y'all so much uh, for tuning in. We gonna get ready to get out of here. Look, as we always do at the end of our shows, we get ready. We leave out with prayer. Uh, you got some stuff for some announcements, some pictures or something. The load or no? I got them up. Oh, oh, they already up. Look I'm at God. I'm ready. I'm ready oh, for ready. you to announce. Oh, you ready for me to announce? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. All right, where they? I got he some announcements to do. While we doing these announcements, y'all get y'all can drop the names of people in the chat box that you want me to call out specifically for prayer. You can do that. Drop those names in the chat box while I get to these announcements uh, real quick. Before I get out of here, uh, let's 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 see let's see. Do I have them already? Did you send them to me? I sent I sent you the one that you need to announce, and the other one you can do. You can do like you. You sent to me on Messenger. Yes. Oh, sent two photos. Got it. Okay. Uh, it's two photos for the coat drive. I mean, he just has two photos. I mean, oh. yeah, so I'm a I'm okay. gonna display them. Who is this? Oh, Eric Kirk. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, here we go. So, thank you. So, here we go. Uh, Solstice Tailoring and Alterations. Uh, Alterations X, Eric Kirk and True Worship. Uh, Church Chicago Entertainment X and True Love Church present Coat Drive, a Coat Drive. True Love Church, 105 North Laramie Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. This Coat Drive is to be a blessing with gently used and repaired fall and winter coats to individuals and families who may not be able to get them. Clean, gently used, and minor repairs needed coats can be dropped off for collection at these locations on these dates. On the west side of Chicago, you can drop off coats between 12 and 4 on December the 11th. Uh, I'm sorry. You can drop off coats on the west side of Chicago between 12 and 4, um, from 12 to 3 on Sundays, November 7th, 
already passed. November 14th, just passed. So you got November 21st and November 28th. You can drop off coats uh, November 21st and November 28th at True Love Church on the west side of Chicago. I don't see an address for True Love Church. Oh, 105 North Laramie. 105 North Laramie. True Love Church. Why do I feel like True Love Church 105 North Laramie is where the old glory house used to be? Yeah, because somebody else did take over. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay, if you're on the south side and you got some coats, you only got one day left to drop off coats, and that day is November 29th, and you can drop them off on the south side at New Memorial Church, 6844 South Indiana Avenue. Again, you can drop off coats on November 29th, Monday, between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. at New Memorial Church, 6844 South Indiana Avenue. The actual coat drive is December the 11th between 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, if you got other coats or other arrangements that you want coats picked up, you can do that. It can be made uh, between the 3rd and the 30th by calling the number on your screen, 773-457-6429. That's Sherry Kirk or emailing booktrueworship at gmail. Dot com. All right. Whew. What's my next one? I don't see another picture in there. I will throw up the picture, but you already know how to announce it. <laughs> I do? Okay. What's Vaccine. this one? Vaccine. Oh, for the vaccination. Vaccination. Go ahead. <laughs> for Hit the it. vaccination. I'm about to. I don't see it, but I need it. Okay. You don't, you don't need it. Hit it. Okay. So this Sunday, this Sunday at from 1 to 3? 1 to 3 p.m. From 1 to 3 p.m., we will be doing booster shots, first-time vaccination, second shots, third shots. Hell, if you want a fourth shot, no. But third shots, uh, we have all of the shots over here. I'm talking about the vaccine shots, not the, the Patron and the Don Julio. We have uh, 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 Pfizer, Moderna, and the Johnson & Johnson in them. All of those will be here. You can get your booster shots here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue. Now, let me help you out. If you know you're coming. There is. The link is not up. I didn't think so. Okay. If you know you're coming, you have to register, 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 register. Uh, call us and let us know at the church, 773. Or you can come in. Yeah, or come in. If you get here before 3 o'clock, let me tell you why you got to get here before 3 you got to be signed up. Oh, there it is, but that number might have changed. That link does not work. I went into mobilevax.com because they changed it because yeah. he gave us a different yeah. number on Wednesday night, and I don't remember what it was. And, and I, I went up, and I don't okay. find it. Yeah, and it's probably not on the new things that's out there either. No, sir. Okay. So, anyway, make that big again so I can see it. But, okay. anyway, you got to get here by 3 o'clock. It's this Sunday. Here is the issue. The way their system is set up, for registration, the registration cuts off at 3 o'clock. So if you're not already registered, you cannot register after 3 o'clock. I was here, and I was lollygagging, and then when I finally decided to go and let them give me the booster, when the lady got ready to put my information in, 3 o'clock hit, and it kicked her out. So this is the opportunity for you to get your booster, your first or your second shot. Come over here. I believe we're doing, do we have, do we, do, do, I don't know if we got the, the kids shots or not. My understanding is. We do. Yeah, we do. That we got the baby shots too. So we got the shots for the babies. 
So you can come on in and get those two. She says the only change is the last number is a two instead of a one. Oh. All right, who put that up? That's what Pat said. Okay. So the last number on the picture, which says WW, so you can type it in, Tanya, in the thing when you get it. Oh, so... I can do it. Okay, Dan, thanks. I got you. I, got, I can't see that in the thing, though. Okay, uh, let me get you something else. Yeah. If you can send it to a different, yeah. I'll make it bigger. Oh, you know what? I know what to do. I know what to do. No, no, I can see it. I have to move it off the page to type it in the chat box is what okay. I'm saying. Oh, okay. But I can do this. Uh, where's my chat? Put it there. Uh-uh. Go right there. Nope. Small. All right, cool. It is. I need you to make it bigger, though. Okay. www. Uh, yeah, got to do that for me because I can't see nothing right now. Okay. One second. Yeah. So, uh, if you register ahead of time, if you register ahead of time, you can get uh, your shot. They'll be ready for you, and they'll know. And then by you registering early, they know how many shots. They're going to they're gonna come with a certain amount. But if a bunch of y'all register up front, they'll already know what they're going to have, what they're going to need, what they're going to need. They're going to already know what they're going to need. So, so www.mobile-vax.com. Backslash one zero nine six zero three. It haven't blown up yet, so it's you, blown you, up now. Okay, it's deep on the screen. Not, not yet, not here yet. Uh, Facebook TV. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> know. I'm, I'm trying to type, and then it's still small. Like if I see me, and then the little version in the corner. I need the whole screen. You're behind. I'm sorry, it's up. No. So I don't know why it's not showing up. Anyway. I see it over on you. I see what you're saying, but it then it's not. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe I, maybe my screen is that that much delayed. So anyway, um, yeah. So you can if you register early, you are you automatically be in the system. Thank you. Now I can see it. Just it just popped up. Uh, so it's that slash, and then it is one o nine six o three two. That is. That is. So go to that website, www.mobile-vax.com, 1096032. You can go there. You can go there. Let me see if it works. I'm going to try it myself. Open link in a new tab. Let me see what it do for me. What it do for me. Yep, Illinois Mobile Events. There it is. Ebony's Missionary Baptist Church, uh, Johnson Johnson, all that. So if you go there, you'll see Ebenezer. You click what you're doing. It's all free and book your register and book your appointment and you'll be in there real, 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 real good. That it for the announcement. That is all. Praise God. Whom all blessings flow. Because <laughs> I'm tired, Bo. <laughs> all right. Do we have any names in the chat box? I didn't see any for me to pray for. Where's my, where did my chat box go? Oh, because I moved it out. Um... Let me slide you back up there. Nope. Back over there. Yeah, there we go. Uh, where's my other one? Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. All right. Uh, Morning Star Baptist Church of Chicago, 3933 King Drive. What's that for? Oh, don't forget to announce Henry Barlow's anniversary. I didn't forget. I'm just finding out. Uh, Henry Barlow's anniversary, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, 1045 and 3 p.m. Oh, okay. Y'all have an afternoon service? Good. Oh, ain't nobody got time for that. I'm just playing. Uh, is afternoon. Who's in 
church all day. Lord, it don't show option for the booster. Yes, it does. It tells you if you want the booster, sir. We can't see it. Uh, no, no. When you when you click it, uh, when you tell them, if you say uh, which, one you want. which one you want, so if it says Pfizer vaccination, if you click the thing and then you say register, like I clicked on Pfizer, then you go through the thing, uh, it'll say which dose will you be receiving. Then it'll give, it's a drop-down box. It'll say first dose, second dose, booster. First dose, second dose, booster. So you can pick the booster. So, uh, yeah, and they do have the ones for the kids over the age of five. We will have them for kids over the age of five. We do have those. So you guys are all welcome uh, to come out. That information is there. Uh, so feel free, feel free. Uh, to use it uh, at your um, at your your best. All right, let me get the uh, let me go back. Where's my chat box? Chat box. Come back over here. Any names in for the chat? Uh, nope, I don't see any. So we gonna pray. We gonna pray and then we gonna get out of here. Uh, let us pray. Father God, we Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Uh, we want to just thank you, Lord, for just being who you are, God. We want to just bless your name uh, on today. God, we just want to lift up your name in this place. God, we want to love on you. We bless you. We honor you. We extol you. We do all those things, God. God, we recognize that you are God and God all by yourself. And for that, we just want to say thank you. Now, God, we just want to lift up all of those who are grieving. God, God, we're praying for marriages right now. Yes, God, we're praying for – no, no, let me change that. God, we're praying for sanity of people who are going through. God, we're praying for those who are going through right now, God, those who are suffering from a loss in the family, those who are going through a bad breakup, those who are going through whatever they're going through. God, we are praying for them right now, God, because, God, we know that you are a comforter. We know that you are a company keeper. God, we recognize you, and, God, we just honor you today just for being you. Lord God, we just want to say thank you, God, just for being you, God. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for loving us when we could not love ourselves. We thank you for your heads of protection. We thank you, God, for keeping our families, for keeping our minds, for keeping us in perfect peace. Now as we leave this place, but never your presence, we just pray for traveling mercy, pray for traveling mercy and grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, somebody. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Come on. In his name. Come on one time. Somebody say, amen in this place. Come on, put your hands together. Y'all better stop it over there. Don't get me excited now. Don't do it. Ah, come on now. Y'all stop all that. Stop all that. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We we got to go. I say we got to go. <laughs> hey now, look here now. Come on now. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cut cut that. Cut that. Cut that out. Y'all stop. Shoot. We got to go. All right. Anyway, look, y'all know the routine. If you got to drive through this special, special city we call Chicago, do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's. 
One L, one O. We are. With your hands.